Welcome back to episode 3 of the Heart of LA Hoops podcast. And it's been a pretty eventful couple days for both LA teams and their fans. Um, it hasn't been positive whatsoever. Uh, as we saw last night, the Clippers lost in a, in a very depressing way uh, for the Clippers fans watching. Uh, horrible execution in the end. Um, but let's just start off with the Lakers because they have a game tonight. They could possibly go home and uh, no better man to talk about their flaws than Harag. Yep. Okay. Guys, I've never been this nervous as a Lakers fan. I got to admit, this is we've never been in this much trouble in a while. Like we, last year, we weren't in this situation. This year, we're playing terrible compared to last year. I don't even know where to start. Like, it's bothering me. Just everything we're doing. Something's got to change. And if we go home today, the game starts at 7.30. If we go home tonight, it's done. We're going to get so much hate on social media. Everyone's going to be calling out the Lakers for having this good of a team and being first round exits. That's unacceptable. Like, we're shooting 30% from the three-point line. That's that's ridiculous. Like, you can't, you can't be expecting to move on to the next round. or You can't be expecting to be a good playoff team and move on if you're shooting 30%. That's just stupid. Like, the shooters, the shooters are, have no confidence right now. They need to step it up. Like, for example, KCP gets the ball. He has an open look. When he's in his usual, like when he's being himself, he'll shoot that. But currently, like he's being scared to shoot the ball because he hasn't been making him, so he's passing up those open looks. People like Markeith Kuzma, they've been shooting terrible too. Those guys need to step up. Everything's been left on LeBron and AD. It's so it, everything's a mess right now for the Lakers. Like I can't even explain it all in few sentences. There's so much to talk about. People like Wesley Matthews, again, Markeith Kuzma. We need more production from them. We didn't sign them just to miss all their shots and then come back on defense. No, that's not how it works. Then, oh, I just wanted to say, I think Hurok speaks for um, every Laker fan. Uh, I think the emotions are really, uh, really high right now for Lakers fans because uh, the last game, um, as a bystander watching... There was there was no effort from the Lakers players, and you could just you could just feel that um, by just talking to some Lakers fans, the frustration they have with the team. Uh, so, as Hurok's saying, you know something's got to change. Yeah, definitely. There's no excuses right now. We just gotta admit that we're not playing good and figure out what we're doing wrong and fix it. Also, Davis's injury. It's it's what makes it or breaks it for us right now. We don't even know if he's playing tonight. And the tip-off is only a few hours away. This is very nerve-wracking for us Lakers fans. Because if Davis is on the court, that changes everything. But also, if he plays, he's going to fight through it. He's not going to be completely healthy even if he plays. He said his groin injury was caused because of his left knee soreness. That's also something else we need to worry about. It's not only a groin injury. He's also been battling with a left knee issue that we thought he was fine but i guess he's not then also there is lebron i don't know why i don't everyone's saying like father time is catching up to him 
because he's, now he's not driving in as much anymore and he's just pulling up from three-point range. He's making his shots, but also we need a, we want him to drive in because that sets the mood for the team. Everyone's pulling up threes, even though they're not making any of them. That's, that's what happened last game. That's why we got blown out by 30 points. That's stupid. LeBron needs, this game, LeBron needs to drive in. If he does that, it'll set the mood for the rest of the Lakers. It'll it'll give the implying like underlying message that like we're not scared to drive in even if you guys double team us in the paint, rather than just in game like how we did in game five, just them giving us space to shoot the three because they know we can't knock it down and us taking that and shooting it and missing most of the time. Going into game six, I'm very nervous. I hope Frank Vogel can make the right moves. He needs to fix the rotation. I don't know what the hell he's been doing with the rotations. They've been very off. He's not playing people that need to be played like Montrez. If he plays Montrez, maybe we won't have as much low-scoring games. We're averaging 97 points in the playoffs. The entire game, that's that's way too low. You can't be expecting expecting to win games when you're averaging 97 points. You have anything to say? I think you're... Um... You're nailing all the points perfectly. Um, like I said before, there needs to be urgency. Um, as a as a non-Laker fan watching the game, that was the one thing that stood out to me the most was that the players felt like they gave up after the first or first quarter when they started losing. There was no sense of fight with the players. It was more like, okay, we could just get in here. Phoenix, we could beat them easily, and then Phoenix was like, "No, we're a young, hungry team. We're gonna, we're gonna fight against. We don't care if you're the NBA champions. We don't care about what your, uh, what kind of players you guys have." And they really showed it. So props to them. But I like, it's just really scary right now. Um, for LeBron, he has, um, I think, a legacy, maybe a legacy. Uh, point on the line because if you're an MJ fan and a LeBron uh, fan says oh yeah LeBron's the GOAT this is something you could bring up if they lose in the first round like AD goes down LeBron can't carry a team past the first round that's something that I'm pretty sure is gonna haunt LeBron um I don't know. It's just it, it's really nerve wracking for Lakers fans. It's nerve wracking for LeBron fans. Um, people that think he's the goat. I think this there's a law on the line. Um, if the Lakers go out in the first round, right now it's not even his legacy that I'm worried about. Honestly, it's just we're not getting things done. I thought we I thought we were gonna win a lot easier, and the Suns team I underestimated them. They have a lot of good players. And also, they're getting lucky too. Like, it's not all because they're skilled. Devin Booker made like three and ones, like ridiculous ones that no one could make without them having any luck. Game five was just very bad for us. It was just overall, everything about it sucked. I've never seen our Lakers team give up this early. After the first quarter, I could already tell, like, we had given up. It's exactly what he said. Like, I. There's just a lot of um, anger right now oh, as fans. You're loyal fans, so you feel a lot of frustration. Um, 
personally, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I'll get to my points for the Clippers in a little bit. But uh, I could feel Hodok's pain right now for the Lakers. Uh, a lot of frustration because you expect a lot more from the NBA champs, the defending champs. So, yeah, they just got to get it together. I, I, They can't go out in the first round. This is something that uh, LeBron can't let happen. Even if AD's not playing, I think LeBron's got to step up. He's got to be the guy that he thinks he is. He calls himself the king. So he's got to show that he's the king today, even if AD doesn't play. So, yeah, that, that, I think that's all I have to say about the Lakers. I'm going to say one last thing to sum all of this up. And then we can move on to the Clippers. The Lakers have a lot to change. Tip-off is in a few hours. They need to fix their rotations. They got to get in the right mindset. Right now, the Lakers' confidence is so low. I've never seen it this low. LeBron needs to step up as the team leader, get everyone in the right mindset. And Frank Vogel, I don't know what he's been up to lately, but he's got to fix his stuff too. The coaches has a very big impact on the team. Yeah, that's about it. We have a lot of work to do before this game because it's winner go home for us today. Um. Yeah. Let's just let's get into the Clippers. I guess. Um. This is something that we've seen before as Clippers fans. I'm gonna speak to Clippers fans. Um. This isn't new to us. Another choke about to happen. Another early exit about to happen. Um, another failed season. Another broken promise. It's something that we've seen before. Um, and it's not something that we should be getting used to. Because this team has a lot of expectations. Because we brought in players like Kawhi. Like Paul George. That were supposed to lead us past the first round. I'm not even saying the second round right now. Past the first round. Um, we're supposed to get to the Western Conference Finals. That is the expectation that Paul George said himself that we want to get to the Western Conference Finals at least. And we're about to get bounced in the first round. All because we wanted to not face the Lakers. We wanted to play the Mavs. And we can't even beat the Mavs. Kawhi Leonard... He puts the he gets that commercial. He puts the crown on the on the in the car. It's dangling. He's saying he's the king of LA. Where are you, Kawhi? Yesterday you were awful. You choked the last shot. You played horribly. Not to mention the entire game, but in the fourth quarter, horrible. You shot thirty six percent from the field, fourteen percent from three. You had five turnovers. You were a minus eight overall in the game. Horrible. Paul George was decent. I'm not going to say he was great, but he was decent. He was picking up some slack that Kawhi was leaving uh, last night. Kawhi had a good uh, first uh, about three games. He was playing amazing. And in game five, he just said, okay, I think I did enough. And he choked. There's nothing else to say about it. Kawhi played horrible. Not to mention, uh, playoff Rondo was a minus 19 yesterday. He went 0 for 6. That's horrible. You can't have Rondo, a big piece of the playoff rotation, who sets the mood from the bench, 
as of the as a, a playmaker, as someone who gets people open, as someone who was brought into the team to help us in the playoffs in the biggest game of this series so far goes 0 for 6. 0% from the field. That's unacceptable. I I don't know what they have to do in game 6. But if they lose in game 6, I fully expect Kawhi Leonard, Paul George to not be here next summer, next uh, next season. And if Kawhi Leonard leaves, which I expect him to do, this will be the weakest move of his career. Not coming to the Clippers from Toronto, but leaving the Clippers. Because he lost the, the game for the Clippers, not the other way around. Most of the players were playing good yesterday. Zubak was playing good, Batum was playing good. Reggie Jackson had 20 points, was trying to carry some of the load that Kawhi Leonard couldn't do. Um, Marcus Morris had 16 points. The other players were playing good. It was Kawhi who didn't show up. He is the superstar of the team. He is the number one guy of the team. He's the one that people say is top five in the NBA. And he wasn't that yesterday at all. So if Kawhi Leonard, if the Clippers lose this series and Kawhi Leonard leaves, that'll be the weakest move of Kawhi Leonard's career. So there's so much pressure on game six. Um, Luka Doncic was playing amazing. What else is new? He had about, I think he had like 44 points. Um, he had 42 Nobody else really stepped up in that team besides Luca. What else is new? Yeah. And they couldn't stop him. He had 14 assists too. Yeah, he had 14 assists. The Mavericks only made six field goals that Luca didn't score or assist on. That's ridiculous. The entire team was running through him. I remember watching the game yesterday and Luca sat out for three minutes with, and the Mavericks had like a six, eight point lead on the Clippers. Once he sat out, the Mavericks went on a scoring drought. The Clippers started coming back. And Rick Carlisle, he automatically, he said, no, like, we're done with this. He called Luka back in. Um, I see a lot of Clippers fans on Twitter uh, pointing the finger at Terrence Mann. And it's, it's, it's really disgraceful. Terrence Mann is a second-year player. It's not on Terrence Mann. He, okay, he missed. He uh, had a bad judgment on one of the last shots. But that's not on him. Why are we in that place in the first place? Why are we shooting so terribly from three? Why are other people not pulling uh, the same effort that other players are putting in the in the in the Clippers roster to to not be down two points um, or one point actually in the last thirty seconds? It's not Terrence Mann's fault. He's he's a young player. Young players make mistakes. But when you see one of the most experienced players on your team, the the best player on your team, airball a three to tie the game, and he shoots a heavily contested three as the shot to tie the game. It really that that's the stuff that frustrates me. Not Terrence Mann passing up the last layup to Batum. It's Kawhi Leonard's airball. Other than the last few plays that the Clippers had in the game. I think Terrence Mann had a good game, actually. Yeah, I was he, about he, to say. He doesn't deserve any hate. Other than that layup that he should have taken, he had a very good game. He was playing good defensively. Yeah, he played... Uh, if anything, I think he played the best defense out of anyone else on the Clippers on Luka. Yeah, I think he was uh, really active with his hands. Um, and if you don't remember, the he took the steal 
um, in the last seconds to get the last shot that they were uh, with Terrence Mann shooting. Oh, at. yeah. You're right. That was him. Yeah, he stole the ball. So he was playing energized defensively. He was doing his job. He makes one bad judgment. All of a sudden, it's his, it's his fault. No, it's not. Because you have a player... And I'm sorry to put all the blame on him, but I am. It's Kawhi's fault that we lost. When you drop 20 points in a game five that um, decides probably the series, and you drop 20 points, five turnovers, you shoot 14% from three, one of seven, it's unacceptable. It's a horrible, horrible performance. And I think Kawhi Leonard has to be uh, thinking to himself that he needs to improve in Game Six, for sure, and I I, I think he knows how bad he played in Game uh, Game Five. Um, Tyloo's I don't think I think Tyloo got all the adjustments right. The team was playing good. I thought we played very solid defense the entire game. Um, it just comes down to making shots. It comes down to making better judgment. In the last about five minutes, Paul George and Kawhi had. So many turnovers, bringing up the ball. That was a big factor of their loss. Unforced errors, yeah. Unforced errors that should have been cleaned up. Stuff that really separates a team that is championship contender or a first-round exit team. I think that, that the Clippers fans don't deserve this whatsoever. How could you expect the fan base to... Constantly come back and support a team who constantly disappoints them every year. And we're not we're not a team that was, oh, lucky to even make the playoffs or we beat expectations. We underperformed. Already going to the playoffs, we had a controversy controversy um dropping games to play the Mavs to avoid the Lakers in the first round. So yeah, I I, I think that there needs to be um, a lot of um, fingers to point in the in the locker room. Uh, there needs to be a, a lot more accountability, and I really hope that the Clippers win Game Six, because I really do not want to see the Clippers exit the first round. Um, let me ask you a question. You brought up how the Clippers tanked at the end of the season just to not play the Lakers in the first round. If you were Ty Lu and you could go back in time, would you tank again to play the Mavericks? Or would you rather play the Lakers first round? I think that the Clippers, if they are who they are and who they really uh, think they are, they shouldn't be dropping games to play anybody. They should be focusing on the seeding get trying to get the highest seating in the regular regular season and if you are the team that you've been advertising you should be playing any team in the playoffs not the Lakers any team Phoenix whoever it is the Jazz the Maz you should be saying who's next it shouldn't be oh we don't want to play the Lakers we want to play the Mavs it should be oh who's next who do we got like who do we have to beat to get to the championships it shouldn't be uh, let's pick and choose uh, who we want to play in the playoffs. At first, everyone was saying it was a smart decision to tank at the end to play the Mavericks. But now, I guess it's it's backfiring on them. If they could come back 
in these next two games and win in seven, then it was worth it. But we'll see. Yeah, um, that's a scary thing. Like, the Clippers haven't been clutch whatsoever. And if it goes down to the wire in game six, or if we even are um, lucky enough to get to game seven, it's it's really scary. And it's it gets you nervous as a Clippers fan. That uh, first round exit is looking a lot more likely. So, the Clippers, they have to win. I think that it's it's... I think this whole thing blows up if they lose to, uh, tomorrow. As much as I don't like the Clippers or support them, having them go out in the first round kind of just ruins the playoffs. If Imagine if both LA teams get eliminated first round. The Western Conference after that, it's not going to be looking too good. Yeah. Um, it's The playoffs in the West are going to look very boring. Yeah, what do you have? The Jazz, Phoenix? That's a sweep. Anybody from the East who comes out sweeping those teams. Yeah. So, um, Lakers, Clippers, they got to pick it up. They got to, they got to fix, um, they got to fix these issues before they get out in the first round. And the Lakers play tonight, Clippers play tomorrow night. Um, it's just, it's, it's really sad to see that both LA teams are in this, in this situation right now. I'll give Lakers a little bit more benefit of the doubt because they have AD out, but the Clippers, this is, this is. Uh, this is disgraceful. Disgraceful performance yesterday. Um, that's all. That's all I could say. If there's gotta be some sort of um, wanting to win because of the fans, and you know how much this this fan base has gone through. So, if the Clippers really do care about their fans, they really care about wanting to bring a championship to the uh, Clippers. Uh, making history, then all on them. If they don't, then shame on them. Shame on those players. Both of our teams went from being title favorites and contenders to possibly becoming first-round exits. Yeah. No one would have ever imagined that before the start of this season. And some people might be saying, oh, we're overreacting, that, oh, for sure, the Lakers-Clippers are winning these, these series in seven, but... It's not looking good. It's not looking good for whatsoever. both of us. Um, Phoenix, Phoenix wants to win. Luca wants revenge badly. You could see it the way he's playing every game. It's it's scary. It's nervous. Uh, there's a lot of nervousness um, for me, for Hodog, for our teams. So we'll see. We'll see starting tonight with the Lakers. And then, and then tomorrow night for the Clippers. That's about it for me. Yeah, same. Uh, so I think this concludes our episode. Um, the links to the audio, Spotify, Apple are in the description. Uh, yeah, that's it. Make sure to subscribe, guys. Yeah, also make sure to subscribe. Uh, that's all for us today. Peace.